You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 340, Showdown at the End of Time. And welcome to episode 340 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am two-year-old dad lad, because the little girl turned, the littlest girl, in fact, turned two yesterday morning. Aw, congrats. It's it's weird. birthdays. So, very strange. Very, Mm -hmm. very strange. Anyway, it's been a busy weekend with all that kind of stuff going on, and other stuff far too complicated to get into uh <laughs> get into here uh but uh but a busy weekend nevertheless and uh so i turn it over to you sir i am darren Ball and i am senioritis kid because i have a project left it's the only thing i have left to do for school before i earn my next bachelor's degree and i am so over it that i have only done the bare minimum i've done the intro <laughs> and I have a week and a day to finish it. Yeah, I got to get on that. Oh, hey, so, no, there's nothing good that can't be done at the last minute. True. It's only 40% of my grade, so, you know. Uh, I need to make sure I at least get it done. Mm-hmm. So, that's my goal for the next week to get that done so check with me next sunday and see how far i've gotten <laughs> you'll be able to uh, tell <laughs> be like we gotta hurry through the broadcast because paul i got something to do I, I gotta get this done yeah I, um, i'll be hooked up on caffeine and god knows what else so yeah so yeah end of school yay Huzzah. and more gmat studying so you know that's still going on in the background so but to backseat for you know the actual project got to get done first things first so you know Exactly. And yeah, so yeah, it's it's been spring here, Paul. We've had thunderstorms and tornado warnings and things. It's definitely spring in Atlanta. Yeah, so. it's been that way a bit today. We uh, we had a beautiful day yesterday and mm-hmm. and Friday, in fact. I oh, uh, sweet. I had a day of uh, of conference calls. We were doing uh, launch calls for a new uh, product line, and uh, and so for for a couple of them, I decided to sit outside and uh, and do them. Oh. Because it really didn't matter where where I was or what I was wearing, so that must be lovely. It was short stay, but today a little chillier, and mm-hmm. uh, and I had to put the bikes away because uh, it was uh, it was quite windy out there, and it had already knocked my bike over. So, <laughs> yeah, you you don't want bikes to be blocking the you mm-hmm. know yard, you know. Yeah, it's not a good thing. It's not a nah, good thing. So thing at all. Um, so let's let's talk uh, Legion news. Okay. Not necessarily Legion news, but but it ties into something we'll we'll be talking about tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, uh, uh, John Wesley Ship was at the Cape Comic Con. Okay. And he may have accidentally revealed the title for the Arrow Flash spinoff that they're talking oh, about. No, no. John Wesley Ship was the original Flash on DB, correct? That's correct. Yes, and now and he is now uh, Barry Allen's dad on the current Flash series. Well, that's convenient. Okay. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And um, 
so they had um, they had him at this at this Comic Con, and now it has this has not been confirmed by the studio. Uh, but he referred to the title as Legends. Oh, really? And they clearly have been following along with us. Clearly. Yes, indeed, indeed. <laughs> Legends. They, they, you know, every now and then they do a Suicide Squad episode, and <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smallville had that Legion episode. You know, yeah. don't, don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So hey. And so, whenever, uh, whenever Jeff Johns needs ideas for TV, he comes to that. That's what happens. There it's you true. go. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, so he referred to the title as Legends and made reference to a thirteen-episode order. Now, to be fair, almost all new series start out with thirteen-episode orders, yeah. and then it's the whole idea of whether or not the back nine or ten takes it to a full season. True. So um, this uh, this comes to us from. Uh, GreenArrowTV.com. So um, they uh, refer to they they said that they they had reached out to uh, to the studio and uh, and had not heard anything yet. Mm. Um, so it is very possible that Legends was or is a working title. It might not be what they end up with. Um, also, uh, someone else on from the Flash podcast, which is a, a podcast about the Flash TV series, uh, pointed out that Legends is the title of a show currently on TNT. So perhaps, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that might not end up be. It could be part of a longer title. Uh-huh. You know, Legends um, of the Superheroes. Oh, hey, because that break, must be before. <laughs> break out your jet skis <laughs> and ghetto man. Oh my. for the roast. <laughs> do we ever do those? We're going to have to do those if we haven't yet. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Mordred's <laughs> in it. We've got a connection. I know. we we, we got to do that at some point. Maybe maybe that'll be the uh, this year is Legends of the Superheroes. It's so horrible. We can only get away with it as the Christmas. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like the fruitcake of superhero specials. <laughs> You know, you know, someone's gonna watch it somewhere, but no one wants to receive it as a gift. It's like, oh, thank you. Yeah. So, so apparently, this uh, was they they got the tip from the Katie Lots Army. Ooh. She is the, of course, the person who played. Uh, um, or, or, the older canary. That's correct. correct. And um, who they've been talking about being in this new series. So, mm-hmm. I got two words, folks: Lazarus Pit. Lazarus. That's the only thing I can figure. Um, uh, you know, it's you say Rachel, you say Al Ghul. Yeah, that Lazarus Pit is in the universe. That's just the way it is. So yeah, 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 exactly. I, I mean, mean, there's there's no getting around it. So absolutely. So uh, so that's that. That's sort of the the buzz. Probably you know at this po- stage probably just a rumor, but. Uh, you know, he's someone who would probably know a little something, and uh, and is probably like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's like, I, I remember I, the time. I remember the time I did this when I was on Dawson's Creek, and they killed me off. Killed me off. Yeah, this this one <laughs> fell for me. Um, of course, this could have also been something that they they did on purpose to drum up interest. I mean, that's that happens more often than not. You know, we we've had leaked trailer week have you been paying attention to that i i believe no trailers get actually leaked i think they are yeah put out there and people find them 
but they actually essentially put it up there on the web for people to find them and watch what the internet does with it. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good way of, of, of sort of floating up a test it's, balloon. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, that, no. <laughs> that did not get leaked. That actual real and, you know. <laughs> Yeah, hey, hey, points to them though. They they managed to make to do that one as his cell phone footage. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it's kind of, kind of like um, you know, when Amanda Waller would say we 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 will deny any involvement in this trailer. <laughs> you know, exactly. it turns out bad. So yeah, folks, I'm gonna apologize for the quality of the connection. It is friggin' horrendous. Yeah, yeah. We're having Skype issues, folks. Yeah, Skype is just in general an issue. And um, and that's why you can't really hear Darren all that well. Uh. And we're trying to figure it out. So, um, this is what Paul's been talking a lot lately. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Gone are the episodes where I can just disappear into the background. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the background now. Yay. Mm, that that just doesn't seem right to me. All right. Yeah, well, it is what it is. So yeah. So we're gonna get into uh, into Cosmic Boy uh, number four. Finish um, him out. Yeah, but but first I have a little bit of feedback to read. Yay, feedback. All right. So let me just unlock my phone here, and here we go. All right. So. Um, this one uh, came from Jim B uh, commenting on episode 338, which was uh, where I, I basically uh, put out uh, the Chris Robertson uh, interview again and um, and just pointed out, uh, you know, a few of the, the, the Legion references that he that he talked about. Um, and as it turns out, Jim had just, he says, just cool, just a few weeks ago, I finally bought the Trek Legion trade, uh, now living on my voluminous Regina pile. Regina pile, of it, course. Uh, what? A pile of what? Regina. See, this uh, is what oh, happens when the okay. Skype collection is okay. screwy. Um, of course, our, our friend, uh, that, that came from our friend Logan. Ah, Cool. Uh, about it's all about the uh, the comics that that you can't read, and what Jim pointed out was that that is actually a term that is on Urban Dictionary now, okay. and um, that pleases me to no end. Um, anyway, anyway, he said it's a good time for me to revisit this interview, and he said getting to hear all four subs is a bonus. He says I've had here, there, and everywhere on my to read list for a while due to this episode and your discussion of famous of uh, favorite time travel stories. Sounds promising, but not the easiest book to find. That is true. I had a heck of a time. And he says, it's a someday read. Happy spring holidays to all. And uh, he left that comment on our website. And, Yay. Uh, and so, again, one of, the, one of the many ways that you can uh, pass on feedback to us. You know and, what we need? We need more iTunes reviews, I think. Yes. So you'll go, go out to iTunes and review us. What he said was go on out to iTunes and review us. Really? What's that bad? Wow. Okay. I will be doing. Usually, it's it, actually most of what you've been saying hasn't been that bad, but it's it's the odd thing. I, I, I well, I will be doing my my commentary via sign language now. <laughs> Perfect. So, Which so. makes for outstanding audio. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so just imagine me using my fingers and gesturing throughout Paul's commentary. <laughs> Which makes me always think of uh, of, of Garrett Morris <laughs> just, <laughs> just standing in the corner yelling. <laughs> General Francisco Franco is, is still, still dead. dead. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, from Mark Sweeney, he, re- he references Millennium. Quite a bit of people asking us about Millennium uh, uh, this week. A lot of people begging us not to do Millennium. <laughs> and others begging us to go into detail. Oh, Jesus. So, uh, he says, enjoying the Cosmic Boy recap. Admittedly, not the best series ever. What? Uh, uh, he's got a point, Paul. Yeah, oh, he's got a good point. <laughs> he's got a point. Um, he says, but I haven't pulled those out of the long boxes in at least 10 years, so you've saved me a bit of heavy lifting. He says, nobody seems to like Millennium. I've reread it recently, along with some of the crossovers I have, and kind of enjoyed it. It has problems, but he says, I prefer it as a standalone mini, at least, to Legends. The endless recap in Legends from issue to issue, that's very true. And the amount of the action taking place in crossovers that I don't have added up to a less than pleasurable reading experience. And that was a big problem with crossovers of the day, was... you know, it wasn't something where you could get a full cohesive story out of the one mini series. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, Millennium, on the other hand, had a nice balance of action in the main story and the tie-ins, many of which were helpful to read, but not necessary. Among Le- Millennium's other pros, very well coordinated. For a weekly event, it was such a smooth read. The ed- editorial cooperation it must have taken for the main book's plot threads to dovetail into the crossover stories each week boggles my mind. As DC's first attempt at a weekly event, this in a way set the table for something like 52. And he says, parenthetically, and that other one. What <laughs> <laughs> other one? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, uh, he says, uh, two, the threat. The Manhunters made pretty decent bad guys. I appreciate the wide spectrum of menace they presented the DC heroes from being a cosmic level threat with their opposition to the Guardian's plan all the way down to the personal level as they presented each hero with a slew of problems in their own lives. And he says, it definitely had its cons as well, especially the art. I love Joe Staten's work on many books, and I've enjoyed some of Ian Gibson's work as well, but they don't make a suitable team, and neither one is an event-type artist. Now, John Byrne and Carl Kiesel, an excellent team on art, definitely gives the edge to legends in this respect. And yeah, there's no doubt there. They they were on fire on, on, uh, on, on Legends. On Fuego, yes. Yes, on Fuego. Um <laughs> Legacy. He says, I think a little unfairly the aftermath of this series has cast Millennium in a bad kind of hindsight. I, and every other sane individual on the planet, would take JLI and Suicide Squad over the new Guardians all day long. (laughs) So true. Yeah, true. Uh, He said, but one shouldn't judge a crossover event by the series it launches. Bloodlines wasn't good because it wasn't good because it spun out Hitman. Bloodlines was crap. (laughs) Yeah. Bloodlines was crap. I think we can all agree about that. Yeah, but Hitman was awesome. Hitman was awesome, but one good character is not an event made. And no, no, it does not. Yeah. Um, but what about Anima? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't even finish wow, it. Wow, really? I couldn't even finish it with a straight face. What about Geist? Geist, oh. And Argus? Argus, yeah. Argus. Well, at, least, at least his name has lived on. Yeah. 
<laughs> as an organization? Yeah. Mm-mm. Um. <laughs> I got my look up Aztec. Okay, Aztec was cool. Aztec was cool. I'm saying way he, more. But he wasn't a Bloodlines character. He, he wasn't a Bloodlines character. I'm just saying it's around the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, yeah. you know. Um. He says Zero Hour wasn't great because we got Starman. Zero was Zero Hour was okay based on its own merits. Yes. Um, he says as far as the Legion connection goes, I know those tie-in issues are not popular among many fans. I think they're all right. It could be argued that the Legion could have, should have skipped this particular event. Yes. I don't. Yeah. He <laughs> says I don't take offense to the Legion's Manhunter implant. Laurel Kent had two good stories. Her f- first appearance that got a little incest-type weird with Superboys. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it uh, did. You can't get around it. And it, it was... was very but, Luke and Leia. Oh, my and, God. Yeah. But still not as bad as that Supergirl, Superman story. Oh, my God. Yeah, that one was the worst. <laughs> I could marry my cousin if the fortress was in Alabama. That, that was just... <laughs> um... Um, and uh, and then of course there was the who shot uh, the the who who shot sh- Jr. episode yeah in the in the annual and he said it was barely ever used so she was no great loss well you know that that is that's fair I just I, it just as as a story to me seemed kind of contrived the what a coincidence that this one thing ended up waiting over a thousand years to suddenly set off yeah. well it was a convenient way of getting rid of the last messages of. Kent's in the future. Very true, but not like she was a. Re- it's not like she was a regular character by any stretch. Oh, oh, I know, but they. I think they had to address the Superman descendant yeah. issue. Yeah. Because it was so in with Superboy and all that other. I mean, I don't see a problem with Superman having descendant. God knows they've done that in Justice League three thousand, sort of. Yeah. But. I think back then where they're like, no, no Kryptonians, but Superman. Well, there you go. That's yeah, rule. Yeah, so. That's true. That's true. Um, and he said, so better her than Wildfire being revealed as a Manhunter robot. And yeah, that would have been a little easy with the suit. Um, he says that I could have gotten a little upset over. Hey, me too. But but And I would have been upset too, but that would have been a way better choice, I think. Because that would make more sense. He is a robot. He, no one sees what he looks like ever. I yeah, I'd be upset about it, yes, but I'd be like, well, that was a brave decision. So, yeah, I don't know. I know. Paul's like, <laughs> Paul's like shut up, Darren. <laughs> Casting shade on any oh, on yeah. any messing with wildfire. Yeah, um, no shade. Mm-mm-mm. Um. He says, anyway, I agree. You guys might want to just summarize the event with broad strokes, fo- focusing on the Legion's involvement. If you ha- but if you haven't read this in a while, you might be surprised, or it could be just as bad as you remember. Either way, I'll look forward to your take. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll, t- we'll definitely take a look at it, and uh, don't expect us to, uh, by any stretch to be doing, because there's just so many issues to it. I think it's eight, isn't it? It's eight issues. And there's no... and Yeah, yeah and... You know, there, there, there'll be some more broad stroke summarizing. We might do, we might end up with a couple of episodes on, on Millennium, but I wouldn't expect too much beyond that. But we'll, we'll take a look through. I mean, you know, it'll, it'll be kind of a highlights thing as opposed to a going through the story in detail. 
Indeed. Unless we, we hit that first issue and it's like, you know what? This is kind of goofy and something we can really have fun Ain't with. Fun of? <laughs> or have fun with, you know. Yeah, true, true, true. It's not all snark. Well, well not all. Mostly, mostly not, snark. Not all. <laughs> <laughs> mostly we're snarky. So. So, um, anyway, so thank you, Mark. Thank you for that. And, um, thank you. And that was a message that he sent to Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. Another way you can send feedback. All right. So, let's set the table for this. Um, Cosmic Boy number four uh, is apparently Legion or Legends chapter 20. Uh, just to recap, issue one was chapter four. Uh, issue two was chapter eight, and issue three was chapter thirteen. Mm-hmm. So, gives you an idea of of uh, the st- the times the time span that we're looking at here. Um, also, out that month, uh, a Charlton another Charlton hero made his uh, his debut. Uh, of course, last the for issue three, it was um, it was the question, mm-hmm. and this time. It is. Uh, it was Captain Adam. Ah. Yeah. So Captain Adam returns. A moment ago, it was the era of the Beatles, LBJ, and the Vietnam War. Then Air Force Captain Nathaniel Al- Adam volunteered for an experiment that sent him into the middle of a nuclear explosion that thrust him nearly twenty years into the future. The mm-hmm. good news is he survives. What's more is he he's infused with incredible nuclear powers, making him one of the most powerful beings in the universe. Captain Atom, able to tap into the infinite quantum field that comprises all matter and energy throughout the universe. And the bad news is that in the 20 years between his death and reappearance, his wife married his worst enemy and his children have grown into adults almost his own age, strangers to him. Mm-hmm. Captain Adam was the shining star of the classic Charlton line of action heroes, and now he's returned to the DC universe where he will be shining anew in his own monthly series. He's a hero revamped and revitalized for the 1980s by writer Carrie Bates and penciler Pat Broderick, a time when Captain Adam is forced to work undercover for the U.S. government in order to clear his name of a treason he did not commit. Hmm. So um, It's kind of got a Captain... America thing where he's blasted in time twenty years. In the yeah, future. yeah, absolutely, and um, that that whole f- sort of fish out of water thing. They they did they did play that up a lot in the early issues. Um, and he says, and while we're on the subject, you'll also want to pick up the fabulous full color uh, poster of the entire line of Charlton heroes. That's Captain Adam, the Question, Blue Beetle, and many more, penciled mm-hmm. by Pratt Broderick and painted by interesting Watchmen colorist supreme John Higgins. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, also this month um, uh, Detective Comics celebrated its 50th uh, anniversary so yes 50 years ago that month uh, Detective Comics began mm. of course it wasn't until issue 27 that it would really take off sure. um, but we had guy, uh, guys like Slam Bradley who were created by some guys named Siegel and Schuster Oh, way back in the 30s. Yeah. Goodness, goodness gracious. You're going in the Wayback Machine there, Polly. I know, right? And, uh, and of course, uh, he, but he, he actually, sh- I think, sh- he showed up in, in that issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, he actually was in the very first issue of Detective as well. And, of course, the Elongated Man, who uh, wow. began his run in Detective 327, and uh, Sherlock Holmes. Well, actually, it was something to do with a 
previously undiscovered manuscript by Dr. Watson, friend and chronicler of the legendary Sherlock Holmes. So Holmes didn't show up, I don't think. Ah. Uh, and if that didn't get your eye, eye, eyebrows raised in astonishment and pique your interest, editor Denny O'Neill promises that Detective Comics 572 will be one of the finest uh, Batman tales ever, a giant-sized anniversary issue all wrapped up in a cover by Mike Kaluta. Mm. So um, I'm pretty sure I've got that one. Yeah, it's good. I think it was a good one. Um, all right, so that's that's that one. Um also coming out that month, uh, we had uh, Fury, Fury of Firestorm is up to issue 57. Watchmen was on issue 7. Ooh. It's getting to it. Yeah. 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 So this was when we had Night Owl and Silk Spectre hitting the streets. <laughs> and the sheets. Hey, hey nice. Holla. <laughs> um, Secret Origins number 12, uh, which uh, featured... The Challenges of the Unknown by by Mark Evanier with Chuck Patton and Bob Oskner, and also the Golden Age Fury because they were finally starting to straighten a lot of that stuff out after Legends. Well, trying to. Yeah, yeah. Um, Legion of Superheroes was on issue number thirty-two. Four Legionnaires find themselves trapped on a world controlled by the evil Universo, and they don't even know who they are. Ooh. The four-part saga begins here, written by Paul Levitz with art by Greg LaRock and Mike DiCarlo. And a cover by Steve Lytle. We're going to have to get back to the uh, the master run at some point. That's some good reading right there. I agree. I agree. Um, Also, Booster Gold number 14. The future doesn't take kindly to Booster when he's stranded there because of a wrecked time machine. In Hmm. fact, he's about to be executed unless guest star Rip Hunter can do something about it. So, um, and of course, uh, Infinity Inc. number 36. It's a three-way showdown that promises to shake the world and possibly reduce the costume population of either the Infinitors, mm-hmm. Injustice Unlimited, or the Global Guardians. A uh, story by Roy Thomas, art by some hack named Todd McFarlane. <laughs> wow. Some <laughs> hack. Uh, Todd McFarlane, all points can be emailed to paul french at yeah yeah i'm, I'm sure he's gonna i'm sure he's gonna cry into a pile of of uh of hundred dollar bills <laughs> you know you know artists have very fragile egos paulie come on yeah yeah but uh, luckily mr mcfarland has a larger bank account yes he can he so. can he can toss a a, a 10 million dollar baseball at me um <laughs> All right, and uh, and finally, uh, uh, finally in this, uh, we have uh, New Teen Titans number twenty nine. Uh, Behold the rebirth of brother of brother blood. God, that went on forever. Oh Jesus H, that was just all right. I, I was as big a Titans fan as I am a Legion fan. Yep. But around when they started to bring Raven back, and Brother Blood story just took forever and did absolutely nothing for about six issues yeah yeah that was the whole uh dick grayson gets uh yeah and azrael the angel cool looking character never did a thing uh yeah it was just that was when you knew kind of like maybe it's time for marv to step aside i don't know i was just like "Uh, this is rough yeah yeah, it was not a, it was not a good uh, a good time for the Titans. Um, However, it was an awesome time for Cosmic Boy. That, that's true. <laughs> 
All right. So uh, we begin this issue, Time Without End, um, with, uh, with Lydda and Rock facing the Time Trapper. Well, who, who is dressed in pale scarlet. Yes, he is, because as we would later find out, I'm sure nobody had an, an, any any idea of the misbegotten mess that was to come. Um, oh, well, but they 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 do now. Yeah, retrospective yeah. story will make absolutely zero sense. Yeah. Um, so it's is brought to us by Paul Levitt's writer, Keith Giffen, Ernie Cologne, and Pablo Marcos as the artists, John Costanza, letterer, Carl Gafford, colorist, and Karen Berger, editor. Um, so he says, welcome to the end of time, children. I wasn't expecting you to make it this far. And of course, uh, um, Lydda and Rock are eh, somewhat, con- uh, somewhat uh, confrontational. In the, in the whole think? thing, yeah. So so Rock sa- says, yeah, finally makes sense. Who else could uh, be changing the history of the Earth but the Time Trapper? You know, duh. Um, and so he's all condescending with them because you and Night Girl are only mortals after all, Cosmic Boy. <laughs> uh, he says, and it suits me to allow you a partial understanding of my actions. And so Lita goes off on him and goes to... Uh, to start punching at him, of course, finds an empty uh, robe, <laughs> just as well as things would much later turn out. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so, um, and then the ground opens up, and they they get put through some sort of uh, portal, and and land somewhat roughly, and uh, she's hurt her arm. Oh. And was is upset now that they had used up the last of the medicates that they had, and um, and he said, and she said, you know, we should have never gone there in the first place. And he said, but if we hadn't, we'd have never known that history was being tampered with. Now that we know the time trappers involved, we can be sure it's not an accident. She says, but why is he doing it? What's the difference? What happened thousands of years ago, anyway? I'm not sure something to do with the Superman editors only wanting Superman in their books and wait <laughs> wait wait, um, wait. Mm. meta <laughs> meta um, he says maybe every, that, that probably won't be a real issue for another uh, another 30 odd months um, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he says maybe everything will work out the same way whether Superman was Superboy or not or if mankind stumbles a little first using nuclear power or space flight but I'll be damned if I'll trust it to the time trappers good intentions mm-hmm. he's being sarcastic when he says good because there's quotes um, and uh, then uh, uh, Time Trapper turns the whole thing into a Dolly-esque uh, uh, painting and says rest assured that you are damned cosmic boy or at least doomed from a painful eternity from which death will be Ooh. no release <laughs> doomed and um, so he lifts the section of room that they're in, and he says, it's simply a section of my personal playground here at the end of time. Yeah, he's our kid now. Uh, yeah, exactly. He says, remember, the very existence of this place is proof of my ultimate victory. In the end, all things will be reduced to what I permit them to be. Dust. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. They, this trapper was all about entropy. Mm-hmm. Um... And he said, uh, recent events have led me not to be content with my ultimate victory. I wish to have it all. I intend to 
extend the end of time backwards until it reaches a barren desolation at the beginning. There's really no need for anything in between anyway. Mm. You mortals merely clutter it up. It's true. Yeah. All messy. And he says, and it's entirely fighting, fitting that you be a part of this plan, Cosmic Boys. <laughs> Isn't it, though? <laughs> yes, as the first Legionnaire. To, yeah, actually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Isn't it, though? <laughs> yeah. We should, we should be less glib about this and, and let people in on the, those, those who haven't perhaps read to the end of the five-year later run. Let them uh, know what, what we're talking about. Okay. Basically, at the end of the five-year later run, uh, they do this whole end of an era thing, which essentially causes a, a time travel whiteout that reboots the Legion into the Archie Legion. Yes. And given the state of the Legion by that point, it was a mercy killing. Um, because we had we had the adult Legion and the clone Legion. Yeah. So, and while there have been statements really after the fact saying which Legion was the real Legion, um, it was just a muddled mess. Yeah. Well, and worse, we had uh, we had new hero identities. Ultra Boy was Green Dragon. <laughs> yes, Vi- Shrinking Violet was Virus, and yeah, and uh, what was what was Brainy? Fat Brainy was what? I can't remember. Uh, it was it was horrible towards the end of the five year later run. Now, a lot of good stuff in that run. Yeah, but it, it didn't end well. No, that was not of, part of it. That was not part of it. Yeah. No. So. Um. So, um, anyway, so, but, but, but the, the crux of it is that, uh, the time trapper, trapper was revealed to be one Rock Crin, who had basically taken on the mantle of the, of the time trapper to keep things all straight, which kind of flew in the face of everything that the time trapper had been before. And oh. yeah. So, um, and then that would later be used to uh, to absurdity in uh, Legion of Three Worlds. Yeah, everyone gets to be the trapper. Yeah, everybody's the time trapper. Everybody, <laughs> you're the time trapper. You're, you're the, time, the trapper. time trapper. Everybody's the time, the time trapper. trapper. So, um, yeah, <laughs> the time trapper is pro and free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the way it is. <laughs> so. Um, so that's why when he says that it's entirely fitting that you be part of this plan, you know, it's kind of a, a goofy bit of not real uh, foreshadowing because nobody knew that they were going to make yeah. that kind of mess of it. Um, and so he says, yes, you can be the first to lead them all to destruction. After the energy you've wasted trying to stop me and interfering with my plans, I suppose I owe you that. Still have a sense of sport. And he creates a big old hourglass. Oh, now, now he's the... the- from uh, Marvel, what the games master? Yeah, that, yeah, the cosmic being who's always betting on the, the heroes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it says here the sands of time shall form a wager between us. I give you an hour, a precious amount of time to you, an eternity to me. That should be the other way around. Um, he says, uh, find your way back to your century in those sixty minutes. And you may live, you may live in fear until I reach back and destroy your your epoch. Fail, and you shall serve me until your bones crumble. The game begins, and they're like, "Huh? We're back outside." Um, and she says, well, "I've never fought anyone like the Time Trapper." And he says, "There's no one like him. He's living entropy, the decay of everything." 
So they say, well, and our only chance is thanks to his sick sense of humor is if we can get back inside the Citadel and find our time bubble, he might let us get away. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so they uh, they fly over to it and they're trying to look for a way in and they find, you know, this sort of big sort of futuristic looking green uh, structure and uh, they find an old school um, storm drain, basically. Um so he says, yeah, in the end, Destiny, uh, what is it? He says, uh, now, she says, I thought you, oh, the trappers say it. Okay, he says, I, I thought you better understood me in that cosmic boy. I'm always true to my world, word and to my nature. In the end, Destiny proclaims that I shall win, so I need not be petty about it. You've had your, you have your fair chance, according to my word, and, of course, my rules. So um, he, you know, pulls out the, uh, the grading for the thing and says very good magnetism ah then brute strength an effective combination they are inside with only moments having passed so he's given us the full play by play mm-hmm. yeah um and uh, says ugh we picked a really disgusting place to break in she says that smell is awful what do you think it is he says I don't know but we're not get. I, I hope we're not getting closer to finding out mm. And Trapper says, yeah, they're so young. Perhaps that's why they interest me so. All the other great powers are so old, so tired, worse, so predictable. Mm. Then he gets grabbed by the trash compactor monster. And, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, and uh, says, little, watch out, it's... And she says, I'm coming. Unfortunately, they're in the dark. They're in a tunnel. Um, oh, there's a Captain Adam house ad. It was almost 20 years ago. They framed him, disgraced him, and then they blew him to bits. Now he's back, and he may be the most powerful human being on Earth. Because General Eiling is a dick. Yeah. Yeah. And I gotta say, Clancy Brown is uh, being cast as him. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect. That's gonna work for me. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. Um, Oh, wait. He's not... Is he Eiling? I don't remember now. Maybe he's not Eiling. I think it was in the animated, wasn't it? Uh, J.K. Simmons as Island. Uh, yeah, it was. I'm trying to think of who it is in uh, in the Flash show, and I and I, and yeah. it, it, my mind was thinking it was uh, it was Clancy Brown, but but now I'm not so sure because uh, you know how it is. You know how I, they they change stuff around, and, and and it's like was he was he that general or was that the general that just seems to be like um, White Island? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, and uh, and. And so I'm never quite sure um, of that. However, checking the intermagical machines, he is General Eiling, yes. Okay, there yeah, you go. Yeah. And perfect, perfect for that role. Um, all right, so uh, she uh, starts beating on the uh, on the beast and trying to get Rock free. And um, is My boyfriend, go! Yeah, exactly. I know. And then she says, "Let's see if you're so tough outside of your pool, your pool of of slime." And it doesn't seem so. And then she slams evil, as uh, Billy Zane would say. Yeah. And um, <laughs> damn, that's an old reference. Um, <laughs> damn. Um, and yeah, splatters him up, and he's like, "Okay, how much time do we lose?" And she says, "Not too much, but we seem to be in a central spot now." Oh no, many paths through which they could go. And he says, "I think oh, that no. the corridor on our right looks 
Looks like the style I remember from the Time Trapper's throne room in the extra moist uh, Leg- <laughs> Legionnaires 3 series. <laughs> so now, now we have entered Labyrinth because we've got a certain amount of time to get the baby from the Goblin King. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm with you now. Okay. All right. So uh, then you take that one, Rock, and I'll try this one. Oh, that can't be good. Never split the party. Never split up. And the first one to the time bubble, Holler. Yeah, yeah, because this isn't this isn't going to be some Escher-esque mess, is it? Yeah, not at all. Um, So she says, hate to leave Rock, but our chances are doubled if we split up. This really is a game to the time trapper. One winner is as good as two. Foolish girl. And she says, I wish I hadn't teased Rock about his worrying about history. Now that I've seen the trapper and understand how weird time traveler can get. And Rock and Rock was per. Uh oh. Oh yeah, there's a, it's a mess. There's a whole bunch of people to fight her. There's a stormtrooper, and it looks like Hercules <laughs> and Golden Fleece from uh, an early Magog, maybe. I don't know who that is. He, you know who? But, in, yeah. yeah, he's not. But he, what he reminds me of is um, what's his name from the 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 guy with the ram's head from uh, Global Guardians. Um, oh, the Olympian. The Olympian, yeah. Yeah. Um, he says, I suppose because she isn't a true legionnaire, still. Or he says, the girl is particularly interesting. I never noticed her before. I suppose because she isn't a true legionnaire. Still, she displays courage for a mortal. Ah, oh, come on, dude. It's, it's your old girlfriend. Come on, son. Um, he's, he's trying to remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, why she's so fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so she makes short uh, work of a bunch of these assailants and uh, says, out of my way before I get really nasty. And then too many of them to waste my time with. Now that I've broken through, I might as well keep going. And then there's a there's another sproing. Oh, but we know what yep. sproings mean. Yep. Sa- Constitution is power. Yeah. Sounds like rocks magnetism. Not like it's doing much good. Hold on, I'm coming. She says, and she says, "Ugh, what are these walls made of? Inertron." Um. Meanwhile. Uh, Rock comes through and he gets uh, and he's and you know he's, he's got some of the same crowd here. Um, he gets kind of moved into uh, into it and says jagged edges look like rough glass. He's in sort of a force shield um, with all these guys around him, and uh, and it's and he's and it's shrinking and so he time's shrinking for us. So he has his drones wrapped me in a shrinking hourglass. Cute. Wish I hadn't brought Lita along. Then at least I'd be the only one caught in this mess. Can't stop, start thinking about that now. Got to concentrate on getting myself out. And so he says, that's it. I don't need anything else to focus my magnetism on. Not as long as I have myself. And um, and so he manages to uh, to spring himself out of out of this little cage and out of the, this, this bubble. And right into, and he says, and I was right, the throne room was. And then Lita's breaking through at the same time. He says, fine, but we only have a few grains left if that's our hourglass. Quick, there's a time bubble. Let's... No, I think not. Mm-hmm. There's You're... the trapper. Yeah, the trapper is there. He says, your time really has run out, Cosmic Boy. A dozen grains can't possibly be enough. Looks like they've got more time than they had before, though. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he says, it's not over yet, trapper. And this is it, a wonderful Giffen-esque 12-panel grid. Um, he says, the last grains are falling through, Legionnaire. And he says, maybe. He says, eight, no, seven left, I believe. Six, five, and there they are. And they, and they are non-metallic, you realize. And he says, wrong. 
And uh, he says, watch, the hourglass isn't non-metallic trapper. And he twists the uh, the middle of the hourglass and says, it's closed. And the last grain of sand won't ever flow out now. We're going home. Yeah, but you know, it wasn't that he was saying it's it's like magical that once the na- next sand leaves. He was just saying that's how much time you've got. So yeah. I, I think we can stipulate that, yes, you did stop it, but it probably would have fallen through by now. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. And I, I think that's what caught him off guard is the whole, really, child, really? That's actually kind of funny. Probably the first time he has laughed in a long, long time, the trapper. So. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, oh, there's the house ad for the uh, the Detective uh, 50th anniversary. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's not the one I thought. So, so mm. yeah, I don't have that one. Hmm, interesting. Uh, time to go to a con. I shall have to remedy that. Um, <laughs> and so he crushes the uh, the hourglass uh, while he's laughing. And so they're like, okay, while he's still laughing about it, let's get out of here. So before he decides my little loophole in his rules doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. kidding. Um, but he's laughing and they get into the time bubble. And he says, but Rock, what if? He says, we're out of options, love. It's time to take our chances and hope we can get back to the Legion safely. And he says, don't be afraid, mortal children. I shall be true to the game. And they go, and you can tell it's working because they're going through the, uh, uh, the you know, they haven't got the rainbow, but they've got like a sort of a weird purple sea that they're going through. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, so we see them going back from 8,000, 7,000, 6,000, 5,000. And he says, at least he let us leave. The question is, will he let us get home? That's a good question. A very good question, yeah. So she says the controls are responding. We might be okay. And um, and then uh, we see them sort of bombing toward a huge time trapper head. And he goes, go home to your century, children. You may travel through time safely by my leave, but this will be your final journey through time. Now keep in mind, at this, at this point, uh, DC was really looking at limiting time, tra- time travel. I mentioned Booster Gold uh, number 14, and that's kind of where it started. Mm-hmm. Where they where they were basically saying, yeah, people can't go through time for a while, and uh, and that's when they set the time the Time Masters miniseries in motion to lay out the rules of time travel. Um, and he says the next occasion when a legionnaire dares break the time barrier will be the last. Oh. The end of all time is coming, children, and the year 2987 will be its first stop soon. And he, uh, you know, basically dunks the, uh, he's spinning it around, the time bubble around on his finger, and knocks the, knocks it down right in, uh, in Weisinger Plaza. And, oh, there is the, uh, um, house ad for the legend, from Legends to the Mm all-new Justice League, now in his own four-part miniseries, Shazam! Uh, by Roy and Dan Thomas and with art by Tom Mandrake. It's a much maligned series. I actually kind of dug it. Um, anyway, uh, so they get out and it's apparently chilly. Oh no, it's just his arm hurts. Um, she says, looks like home, but he was kidding about the end of time, wasn't he? No one can do that. And he says, oh, he could or he could try. And I guarantee you that the time trapper wasn't kidding. One, he mm-hmm. once put up an iron curtain of time that even Superboy, Monel, and Ultra Boy together couldn't dent. If he says he's sealing off all time travel, he means it. But we don't have to sit around waiting for him. We did beat him at his own game today. And that was just the two of us. 
Wait until he has to take on the whole legion of superheroes. Come on, Leto. We have some news for Element Lad. And then we go back to the end of time, and it's in, the epilogue is at the end of time, and he says, yes, it's finally begun the grandest game of all. Cosmic Boy will return with all the Legionnaires at his back. Determined, lad, he'll try to save history, his future, his reality. He doesn't dream that time itself is stacked against him. Ah, how surprised he'll be, won't he? And he laughs, and we see in the background there's Crypto and Superboy. Mm. Statues of them, probably, but... Well, we don't know. Possibly not. Well, yeah. And and the Trapper is laughing at surprise Cosmic Boy will be. Yes, he will be surprised, Trapper. As will Legion fans be once we see who's really under that pale scarlet cowl of yours. Exactly. But of course, they're going to have to wait four months because right now the four-part Universal Project uh, story is going on. It's going on, on, yeah. And uh, that has just started in in issue 32, and there's a house ad on the opposite page here. But it does say here, to be continued in the pages of Legion of Superheroes number 36 as the greatest tangle of all time is unraveled before your eyes. Most likely, Cosmic Boy and, and Night Girl get back right as... Universal's, Universal Saga is over or else they would yeah. have been instantly under the control of Universal when they showed up if you're wondering where that ending there falls in continuity that's probably where it is yeah. so. So, so there you go folks that's uh, that's the Cosmic Boy miniseries and uh, certainly the most Legion-y issue of all of them yes, agreed um, finally yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Legion action, yeah. And it's kind of nice to uh, to to. Uh, it was interesting to have him interact, you know. But it it, it always seems as, as somewhat of a novelty. Mm-hmm. So, although it is it is nice to see Cobb and Nightgirl together. I mean, you know, we get to see all the other Legion couples interact, but Nightgirl is so often off to the side. So very yeah, very much so. I mean, we we got to see a little bit of her around when the uh, the firebombing happened. But it had been a while. Yeah, it had been. Yeah, so so that's a good thing. Um, all right, I'm just trying to think if there's any other little loose ends to pick up or if we're pretty much... Uh, pretty Are we all out of loose ends? Well, at least with that, because, you know, we've, we've covered the, the whole Superboy story in, in depth, and, um, and I'll have to go back and, uh, you know, to basically go on to the... Uh, uh, the episode thread on our Facebook page, and I'll I'll reference the episodes where we covered that mm-hmm. um, because we went through the whole thing um, right from uh, from this. Well, did we did we hit thirty six and thirty seven? Um, I think we did because one of those Matt's first issues that was Superman number eight. Okay, yeah, because so that was the four parter. So I'm pretty sure we've done those. Yeah, I think it was back and forth between them. So anyway, so let's um, see if they're actually uploaded and available. So that mm, might be the other. There trick. is that. There is that. <laughs> ah, Don't yeah. yell at Paul. Yell at me about that, and I'll yell at Paul for you. Paul, Paul's <laughs> got be, enough to. It'd be awesome to have have yelling by proxy. Um, yeah, no, I have, <laughs> I have, I have, I have a volunteer on that. It's just a matter of me getting all the information together that they need to uh, to help me do that. So. Um, and you have two daughters and a wife. So. Yeah, and I haven't yet taught them how to add posts to WordPress, but believe mm-hmm. me, that's coming soon. You need um, to get on that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they can be they can be interns. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, so I'm just trying to think of if there's if there's anything else. Um, I did I did expand my showcase library by one. I, I I picked up volume four of the Flash. Ooh. And I've got a, my my eyes on on a few others. I want to fill out the uh, the Batman showcases. Of course, I missed th- number three, and it's really hard to find now. Really? And uh, and I think five Crap. is out. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is they these things don't stay in print for terribly long. No, I don't. Unfortunately, so. because they're so good, they're awesome. They just need yeah. to like have them in all the time. So and and part of it is I just I don't think they're huge sellers. So I think they kind of go to go to what the orders are and and unless it unless it moves very quickly, they don't go back yeah. to reprint on them. They don't go back to it at all. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think like like for the most part it looks like five is kind of the like I don't know if they've gone beyond uh volume five for Green Lantern. Like I got what volumes one through five of that. One through four of Superman. I know that one went further. Mm-hmm. One through four of the Flash and of course the trial of the Flash. Yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, I think I think yeah. the Adam only they they only did the two volumes, and I think that was really all they needed to do. Mm-hmm. I think they covered sort of everything major in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd love to see them do another Batman and the Outsiders. True. Um, or another All Star Squadron, and definitely course, another All Star Squadron. Yeah. Yeah, more Legion always. Yeah, yeah. So that that they're up to five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like like. You know, there's there's some that 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 are kind of omnibus like like uh, the Booster Gold one covers the whole series, mm-hmm. as does the Blue Beetle, uh, which I haven't got yet, and I need to remedy that soon. And Amethyst, is like that. Amethyst, Amethyst is yeah. Huge. And yeah. and Captain Carrot and the Amazing Zoo Crew, uh, not only has the whole series, but also has the um, the Oz Wonderland miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I need to, I need to start making a list out because you know it's con season. Woo-hoo. Yeah, well, exactly, and that's probably in in a lot of cases that's going to be your best bet to get that stuff. But I know they did a second volume of Metal Men. Yes, I think they did. Yeah, and so I, I need have to they done a, have they done a Doom Patrol three? No, but I think okay. that's I think the reason for that is it. I mean, if they did, it would cover the. Um, the new Doom Patrol because I believe, oh god, I can't lift that thing up. The the uh, that, <laughs> that particular shelf is packed, but I'm uh, fairly sure. And Scott would, if he was here, would be able to tell us for sure. But I'm here sure. we go. Here we go. Um, I I just need to thumb to the end here and see if it. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. Oh wait, does it cover the? Yeah, it does. It, so it is the, the the showcase volume two ends with, of course, the showdown on the island. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the fire away. The end, or is it, Charlie? Yeah. So uh, so no, it, they they it com- was for a while, but then not so much. Yeah. So they they did uh, complete the uh, the original Doom Patrol run in the first two volumes, and the second one. Often you can tell when they're kind of done, and that's why I was worried that we weren't going to get a volume five of Legion because four was so thick. And it seems sometimes that they'll do sort of a huge volume toward the end of something to uh, to say, okay, well, we're going to kind of go up to this point and um, and and sort of end it there. But I look and I, and it looks like the Captain Carrot is the is the biggest one I've got. And the Spectre is, is also of similar size. 
Yeah. And um, and they kind of and that like the Spectre covers a complete section of the Spectre's history. I think basically leading up to before the uh the Doug Munch Gene Colan series that that came out in the in the uh mid eighties. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, like the Flash one has uh, in Volume Four has gone as far as 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 we're now getting into the Ross Andrew era, um, which is sort of like 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 late one eighties or 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 one nineties. So, um, you know, I would love to get that that up at least through the through the era where uh, where Iris gets uh, gets off and uh, hmm. we see all that stuff because that that was some good stuff in there. Yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah. So anyway, um, but yes, still love the showcases. So if people buy some showcases just to keep them. In yeah. The, the thing that frustrates me about shopping for cases at cons is there's rarely a lot of them there. Yeah. And usually, I, I save my shopping for the last day because you know you don't want to carry stuff around you, and you want you're hoping to get a deal. But when you go, the last time I I found some showcases, I got them all, and it was like Blackhawk, Eclipso. And something else. None, none I was looking for was they push these up because they're here. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I was like, you know, you don't have soups or bats or money, yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 I think I think it's because like they're all kind of bargain price anyway. Yeah, and be. so uh, so people are tend to be loath to to discount those further. Yeah. And uh, just, they don't even show up on the con floor though. I, you see tons of Marvel comic trades, like the essentials. Yeah, well, like essentials and then just regular, you know, color trades. Yeah, that's like the showcase are nowhere to be found. Typically, at a refreshing. Yeah. Hey. Anywho, private rant. So, yeah. 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 I, I like still what, do like my. What else is new? Right. I still do my periodic uh, showcase present search on on Amazon to see what's coming up and uh, and get my pre orders in when I when I can. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, anyway, uh, welcome to Showcase Cast. Um, <laughs> Take a drink. Indeed, indeed. This All right. A very surprising uh, shortage of Cthulhu's in this last episode. So. Considering my girl's there. I yeah, there was a real dearth there, wasn't there? There was, there was a dearth of Kaboom. Yeah. A lot more so we'll have to make that up next time. So. Indeed. Oh, well. Indeed. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Indeed. Comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. In addition to all these things, you can head over to our website, Legion of Substitute Podcasters.com, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and hopefully, it goes back where it's supposed to go. Damn trapper and the stupid hole in the hourglass. Um, and we will see you all next week. Laurel Kent is a lie. <laughs>